<laughs> okay, you start up. Um, back. Welcome back. The first lady. Yeah, Showtime recap up too. Um, um, all right. I mean, let's just jump right in. Yeah. I have to ask first. Are you liking the show? I think so. I know it's two episodes, but I just want to know. I think I am. I'm next week. I have thoughts about already because I think that (gasps) next week's ep is going to be talk about time travel. Like, I think we're going to learn how they all met their significant others next week. I know. Which, um, did you get new furniture outside? I did my oh, rocking I really chairs. Like Sorry. I was thinking, had you not seen I my rocking see chairs? That, no. Oh my god, they're so like comfy. I built them. Oh yes, yeah, so you did tell me you built them, <laughs> and I always think I bet you like whittled it from wood, but you just put it together. Yeah, but it was there were screws and stuff. No, it's so hard. I'm the worst putting together furniture. Anyway, um, yes, no, I saw the preview for next week, and I was, it just brought me back to like I feel like Michelle, like it's just Barack, 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 Barack. I know it's so and much. Like, you all need to chill out on. Barack Obama. So, and then that's going to be all next week, like, how they met, which I guess is part of their story. I don't know. I'm curious to see how they're going to, like, put it together. Yeah. I, well, yeah, because I saw that there's, like, an episode where, like, or in the preview for, oh, we'll, we'll talk about the preview for next <laughs> week. we like, <laughs> recapping a future episode we've never seen. Or criticize. We're talking about how much we dislike that app. Like, this is why I never made it into the TV recap world because I'm just too worried about the next episode. I know. Okay, okay, okay. Episode two. So it opens up. Yes. And Nixon is resigning on TV. Um, if we all remember Watergate. Yes. Who has forgotten Watergate? No one. Except for Pat Nixon. Oh, Pat Nixon has no idea. She never knew. She's so confused. <laughs> she never knew. Um, Betty Ford livid at Nixon's resignation. She's, so, she's angrily mixing a cocktail. Yeah, I know. Well, she was like, it's like uh, and uh, President Gerald Ford will be sworn in and she's just like sitting there just being like you motherfucker I I, I get the impression because when um, in the last episode when Gerald Ford says to her like this is obviously going to happen the tapes or whatever he's saying and she says like how are um, Pat and Julie yeah yeah. so she asks about the family so like I think she's, one, annoyed because, like, she's like, oh, fuck, now I have to be first lady. Mm-hmm. But I think she's also, like, worried about the nation and stuff. Like, well, she maybe. Just has, like, That's nice. You know, I feel like Betty Ford has a an understanding of the bigger picture. She is. She's very it. sympathetic. Yeah. She yeah, is. Yeah, and she also just has empathy. I mean, that was, like, her theme last episode. <clears throat> yeah, excuse me. So, um, yeah, that was, like, my um, impression of what was going on Um through Michelle Pfeiffer's eyes. No, I love it. <laughs> and then it cuts, well, so right after that, it cuts to the swearing in of President Ford, and he said something that was absolutely <gasps> stunning. And oh, stri- striking. When he says, I was not, I did not campaign for vice president or president. <gasps> okay, yes. So fun fact, he Insane. is the only president yes. of our time that has been in office without any sort of election, which is insane. Wow. I know, which is Insane. like almost sort of scary, but yes. you know, circumstance. Mm-hmm. Um, I do love when they're when Nixon's leaving; they're like walking him out to his little helicopter or whatever. Yeah, the little helicopter Air yeah. Force, whatever they call it. <laughs> um, when he says something to to Michelle Piper or Betty Ford, and she goes, "Congratulations" or "condolences." I know. Oh, I, I love. She really said that. I don't know if that's true or that, like you know, poetic liberty there, but yeah, um, yeah. 
Great, well, we do know that Pat Nixon says to Betty Ford when they're walking down that red carpet, you'll learn to hate these red carpets. <gasps> I don't remember that. Yeah, oh that was dark. like, I know. So there was like some weird humor being thrown yeah, around on that red carpet. <laughs> I know. Excuse me. I know, I know, I know, um, I know. I do like the guy who played Nixon. We get the famous peace sign from of Nixon. Of course, like, as you do. They're just really interweaving like good classic moments of history. Yes. Like, if you lose sense of time, you're like, yes. oh, that's where we're at. Exactly. So Smart. episode two, just in general, this starts, this this is the first scene, but just in general, this is how each individual lady gets to the White House. Yes. So like they start off the episode, they're not in the White House, and every single one of them ends the episode and they're in the White House. Yeah. Just so you know. Okay. Cut two. Cut two. What year? 2007. <laughs> okay. Michelle's love- boxing. <laughs> Stop. Iconic. Okay. Like, show us those arms, girl. Oh, we I love it. I don't want to, like, talk about their bodies, but, like, Michelle is iconic, super fit, great set of arms. I know. Like, this is how she gets them. I know. We love it. Um, I do love the incorporation of real life footage they're putting oh yeah 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 for sure seeing Hillary was like a little triggering for me you know Mm -hmm. yeah but I do really like that because again it kind of puts you in the moment of actual history which I think is helpful yeah they did that a little bit um oh yeah they do that when they cut to the depression yeah that's really cool yeah so this is they they put a little marker at the bottom of the screen saying it's 2007 this is two years before Barack Obama is president-elect yeah um after she's finished boxing um, she goes to dinner with Barack and they're at dinner together. Yeah. Um, and it looks really nice. There's literally no one in the restaurant. She's in the restaurant already uh, yeah, for the Already. And um, they're talking about how Barack is trailing Hillary. Hillary yeah. is like blowing him out of the water in the early polling. Um, and Barack says to Michelle, um, it's because of a relatability issue. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I kind of forget that primary just because it was so long ago I mean like who remembers 2007 yeah truly but um like looking back on it and like reading books from Obama staffers they (laughs) always go back to that moment where like they thought Barack was gonna lose because no one like understood him and not because he was black and not because his name was Barack Obama but like he just had this air of like I mean, he's, like, a really smart guy, obviously. Yeah. So I think, like, his, I mean, his debates, if you go back and watch them, are, like, terrible. And he just, he, like, really learned to be, like, not a robot, I think. Which oh, is interesting. Yeah. Hillary, right. When they, I mean, all they did was say she wasn't relatable in 2016. Yeah. So um, it was funny. That was, like, on him first before even her. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm sure. I mean, but a lot of these men probably get that. I mean, who was the one who, like, didn't even campaign? Who There was, like, the front door campaigns when all of us, when, like, <laughs> yeah, these women yeah. are, like, going out to campaign. Yeah. But, like, their husbands are just staying home. Like, yeah. this is, a, this is. So, anyway, all that to say, um, the, the thought of the campaign is let's get Michelle involved because yeah. then you'll be more relatable. I think that was, uh, David Axel. If if anyone listens to the Axe Files, right? Um, he was the advisor. So yeah, right off the bat, they're like, "Let's get the ladies in." Michelle is going to liven up this campaign. Yes, and she says, Great "I hate." She comment. says, "I hate public speaking." And they're like, okay, cool. You're going to do all these speaking engagements. <laughs> yeah, great. You're actually going to hit the bus tonight and get on tour. <laughs> yeah. Like, can you imagine? Like, uh, it's just too much. Like, I I didn't know how different Michelle was from the first lady that we saw. I think that's what I'm learning about Michelle is like, yeah. m- or at least the way that they're portraying her is that she was a very different person in, in the Obama house yeah. than she was like as first lady. I think she would say that herself because like, yeah. from what I understand or how I read her words and becoming 
was pretty true to this. Like, she was yeah. pretty reluctant to do this. And it was kind of a chore. And, like, yeah. no, Brock, you're running for president. Not me, not the girls. You right. know, like, it was very... Right. I have my thing. I mean, she said that to her friend in the beginning of mm-hmm. last episode. I have my thing. He has his thing. But, like, it, you just see... I think her storyline is, like... And maybe because it's, it's more recent, but so significant of how the women are, like, catapulted into this role. Seriously. More than the men. Yeah. We're choosing to do this. Yes. And the women yes. are just like, I just want to stay home. Or I just want to go to my job. Like, right. Right. The right. the ones that are forced to campaign to make Barack look better. Or whatever right. More relatable. Yeah, more yes. relatable. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Perfect. So we go in, we get into a montage, um... And it cuts to Michelle at a rally with Oprah. Um, and then it cuts to her at a rally in Iowa. Yeah. Then a rally in Wisconsin. Now we're a year before the election. So yeah. a year has gone by. Obviously, this is what I wrote in my notes. Obviously, she's crushing. Crushing it, yeah. Like, absolutely. People are like, oh, my God. The drama hits. What's that? Her famous statement that ah. the world. Yes, what is it? So she's given, I think she is in Ohio. Oh, yeah. It's, oh, there, no, she's in Wisconsin at this oh, point. Wisconsin and and a concerning text comes in. Yes. Because her chief, what is her chief of staff? That's is like, her assistant now, but she does become the chief of staff later. Um, she, this is, I mean, everyone heard the story when they, the campaign was happening. She says, for the first time in my adult life, I'm really proud of my country. Fox News goes bananas because <laughs> they are, of course, interpreting this as the angry black woman. She's the only one, you know. She's an American, but she hates her country. Right. She hates it, just like Barack does. Right, and, right, right. You know, all this stuff. So then all the texts are coming in. They're like, oh, God, this is going to cause trouble. Yeah, me. and what I wrote in my notes is the racists are out. <gasps> they're out. They're, they're this here. This is what they needed. You know, they needed they that needed one something. full yes. quote that they yes. can edit and that they can play over and over on Tucker Carlson right. to uh, really bastardize them. And you see the, oh God, the, like... Flashbacks of histories are so good the way they did this in the show, but you see the New Yorker um, oh my magazine gosh. cover with Brock dressed like a Muslim man. So horrifying. I can't I believe that was real. I, just, I, just, I mean, I can't even get into the birth of stuff, but like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this country, you should not be proud of what happened during that campaign, America. No. no. But um, yeah, I th- and I think that was like, this is what she was afraid of. She knew this was going to happen. She told Brock this, like, they're going to tear you apart. They're going to yeah. tear us apart. And yeah. Michelle knows it. No, it's so true. Exactly, exactly. So the day after, she's at her house. And as we know, Barack, at this point, we're a year out to the election. But Barack has, like, a crazy Secret Service detail because there was a lot of death threats for him and his family. And she she leaves the house and she... Uh, the paparazzi are like all out and this is the first oh, time yeah, that we've seen school, yeah right, this right. is the first time we've seen like a mass paparazzi but she's like and the secret service are like we'd really rather you get in the car and she's like no i'll walk which yeah remember that because it happens again with another one of our ladies yeah. in this episode she's just she so goes, great because she like is so determined not to change the girl's schedule routine I think that's really and important. yes and again, she said that in her book a lot and like i forget how young sasha and malia were like, so young I just, because now I think of them as grown women that we mm-hmm. see them now. And just like, they were kids. It's mm, like, yeah. I just. Well, yeah, because over. I mean, he's in there for eight years. This is, ten, this is 10 years. Like, you know, like yeah. this is 10 years before 2016. This is like, we're, this, it's I just, a lot, yeah, a I lot. just forget it. Because I mean, you know, obviously we were 10 years ago. But it was just, yeah, it's crazy to see how like disruptive this could be to the kids. And totally. And Michelle was like, absolutely not. We're not doing this to them. No, no, no. So... She, the paparazzi are going absolutely nuts, and she basically says, like, 
I need to take my daughters to school. I think that what my husband is doing is honorable and I believe in him and I believe that the country is filled with hope and um, I think it's we can really make some positive changes and she kind of just like shuts it down and is like please let me have this morning right yeah I just like hate this notion that she was like harassed for that comment because like I don't know like okay she lives in America. Obviously, she's a black woman. So, like, yeah, she's allowed to complain about it. But then fix it. It's not like she's just saying, I hate this. She, first of all, she didn't say she hated the country. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she should be freaking proud that there's a black man that is yes, not totally. made to be president. Like, totally. Like, she's so, I don't know, I'm just annoyed with Fox News. No, I know, I know, I know. And I think that, like, yeah, we don't, we kind of, like, it's hard to remember because in, like, the zeitgeist of today, that just would net Like, the, you wouldn't even be able to say some of the things that they were saying, you know? Right, Which is, I of know. course, is good because things have changed. But, yeah, yeah it's it's a really... It, it's frightening to think, like, how much has changed in our lifetimes in mm-hmm. a lot of ways because there's just... It was... Some of what I was watching that was supposed to be taking place in 2007 was so inappropriate. I couldn't believe it. Right. You know? So then, okay... Cut to. Sorry, I have a Mark Twain quote that I knew I had written down. I just wanted to support Michelle with this. I I think Mark Twain said this. Forgive me. Don't fact check me if he didn't, but whatever. Love it. Patriotism is supporting your country all all the time and your government when it deserves it. Just, Mm -hmm. I feel like Michelle was embodying that. I like that a lot. I like that. (laughs) I like that. Okay, so we cut to black and white images of the depression. So we're signed, now we're sort of shifting the mood. Or maybe we're not shifting the mood, but we're, but. We're seeing people really poor, um, both in rural areas and in cities. Um, It's just, you can tell it's not a happy time. And then we cut to 1933. It's 1933. Um, Very similar to our Michelle. Eleanor is walking out of her hotel room and the paparazzi are there. And the Secret Service is saying, we'd really rather you take a car. And she says, I will walk to the White House. Yeah. Now, still trying to get Elle still to tra- do the tour. Still trying to get her to go on this White House tour. Like, I'm not going to Lou. Lou can wait. Like, she's, she's still trying to get to this White House tour. It's taking literally forever. Almost a week, in fact. Um, and she starts walking. She's walking. She's walking. And um, she sees someone in line for, like, food or something yeah, like that. Yeah, they think she's a bread line or yes. something. And um, this man, you know, she stops and she asks him his name and he sort of is like flustered because now this is the, um, you know, first lady as of now, basically. Um, And, you know, she really just... Uh, this it, this scene was clearly a choice. You know, she has a nice little conversation with this guy about how proud he should feel about the work that he did for his country as a person yeah. who built skyscrapers and the Empire State Building and all of this stuff. Yeah. And she, um, you know, she really gets down in it. Right, looks right into his eyes, and you know, makes makes a really significant impact and bond clearly and I think this is just to articulate that like this is the kind of thing that Eleanor was doing all the time this is definitely why she was more progressive than FDR um because she was in it you know she saw what was going on and she wanted to you know Mm -hmm. she when given the option to drive through it she said no I'd rather walk yeah um when given the option to walk right past these people and get to the damn meeting with Lou Hoover she decides (laughs) to stop and really meet with them you know so um it really is showing a lot of her humanity or the humanity that she felt for other people yeah um 
And um, finally she gets to (laughs) the White House. Oh my gosh, we're so excited. Lou Hoover greets her at the door and says, I've been waiting for hours. Lou, (laughs) us too. Literally us too. We get it. Um, they go on a tour. Eleanor's just so salty. Like, I I mean, like, I love her, but, like, I just will never... She's kind of... She's, like, rude. Like, she's not, like... She's no. not, like, a nice person. She's my... <laughs> I love it. Honestly. I know. Like, I know you do. Like I know you do. petty queen. I know. Like, such an asshole. I'm like, that's my vibe. I know. That's the vibe I want to bring into the workplace. Honestly. No, I know. I know. I know. I, know, I, I know. think I do. And I really like it. So, if anyone from work is listening, like, that's my inspo. So, yes. just know it. Love it. So Eleanor is, yeah, Lou Hoover. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, oh my like God, go ahead. That Eleanor is like annoyed by this tour because Uncle Teddy lived there for so long. And she's like, I know all this. I know. I, I also love that she rolls her eyes. Lou, Lou says, I'm sure you're excited about the decorating process. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like clear eye rolling from Eleanor. <laughs> and then Eleanor's assistant has to answer and be like, she is. She's really excited. <laughs> Plays her assistant. Such an angel. Um, she's such a great actress. I always forget her name, but she's yeah. in deep and she's just so friggin' funny. And like, I know this is not a co- comedic role for her, but like, just the facial expression she's throwing. So around. it's like, I love so it. good. I love it. Um, so she goes. So okay, they go into the master bed. Well, sorry, excuse me, primary bedroom. Yeah. Um, and it's a different. The president and I didn't realize this. The Fords were the first pair couple to sleep together oh yes crazy insane is that like an old timey thing not to share a room with your husband i don't get it yeah i all hate each other we just i think it's a lot i think it's a little bit of both i mean i have yeah i have people in my family that didn't sleep in the same bed or bed together but i i I mean yeah remember like they would like and like Maybe like Ricky and Lucy. Sitcoms and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess with the yeah, president, it's like there's just so much space. Like, why not have your own bedroom? I right, mean, honestly. Be fair, like, like, who wants to be woken up by that bat tunnel, goddamn? No, literally. Like, I need my sleep. I love it. And they're probably on such. Now. I know. And I don't date anyone who's the president or any getting any important phone calls at night. And I'm I like, know. Please sleep elsewhere. No, seriously. <laughs> like, like I was going to say, night. like, the, the this difference of the schedules, like, it's just great. It's just a great situation. So she goes into her bedroom and um, Lou Hoover's like, here's where your bedroom is. And she is absolutely out of her damn mind. She walks over to the wall. She's, this is so crazy. I can't believe this. If this is real, I'm going to die. It has to be real. I'm just taking it as fact. It's fact. I know. So she walks over to the wall, which is just a wall. Yes. She kicks it. Can you imagine walking into the White House, kicking the wall? And it's a secret door. And she's like, oh, it's still here. Yeah, she says, oh, it's still here. Lou Hoover is horrified. Oh, unbelievable. Like, uh, oh, my God. Incredible. She says, um, did you know that nine of the presidents brought their slaves to the White House and wanted to make sure they had access to their bedroom? Yeah. Absolutely horrifying. I mean, facts. She is given facts. She's like, I knew this. This is why the secret door is here. So let me. Yeah, because the secret door. Oh, I should say the secret door opens into what looked like maybe like a small bedroom. Yeah. 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 Insane. Lou wow. Hoover is shocked. <laughs> yeah, she's no Yeah, it was crazy. So that's just like an insane thing that happens. Yeah. To find a secret door in your house, I mean, regardless of the, you know, if you're in the White House or what. Okay, now we're at the Mayflower Hotel, which is exciting because we're in D.C. We're at the Mayflower Hotel. Yes. Um, She's with a reporter. I don't want to reveal it yet. Oh, I don't okay. want to reveal it yet. <laughs> And they're talking to this reporter, and he says, how do you feel about being floatist? And she says something really interesting. I thought, um, I don't like that 
my job is like I don't like that my job uh has my gender in the title. Like I don't think that yeah, you she know says, like, I'm not thrilled my title refers to my sex and not my skills. Yes, sex not skills. Yes. Um, which is really again, don't know if she actually said this to said reporter. Uh, I guess we could fact check it, but I didn't bother. No. Um I just love that. It's it's great. And it made me think women always and, and people of color too always get the, that adjective female comedian mm-hmm. there's a you know justice jackson is a black woman judge you know mm-hmm. who's going to so mm-hmm. like it's just the the lesser i'm using quotations here group or the minority group always gets that adjective thrown before and the first like she says it right there like yeah what is it my gender and sex have nothing to do with this title but yeah it's in yeah. my title it's not like man president right <laughs> like, no totally totally yeah and I mean I don't think that she ever really wanted to do the things that a first lady does yeah. so it's just unfortunate because I think it's just an ill fit um both title and job description yeah. very similar to Hillary as we'll you yeah. know get into um she said, you know, she talks about how she's supposed to just smile, nod, and gaze at FDR. And she yeah. doesn't want to do any of that. Um, very quickly, her daughter comes in, named Anna. Love also that. Anna Eleanor, if you're keeping track. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> Anna Eleanor Roosevelt at gmail.com. We're still going to reach out to you. <laughs> we will find you. <laughs> we will find you. Um, so Anna arrives. Um, she's going through a divorce. The reporter says, oh, she's progressive like you. Yeah. Um, Eleanor says oh maybe you know um i think it's better for everybody you know then she goes up to leave eleanor and it's revealed who this (gasps) reporter is who is it elise it is the one and only hick hick played by the unbelievable lily rabe we love her which i mean uh, brings us truly full circle to our ryan murphy dreams like no truly i mean she's an absolute in any of our ryan murphy dream productions honestly she's too good for us I know. I, I, I couldn't even think. imagine. I, know. I just assume she's, Sarah Paulson play every character. I know. She just like loves it. But Lily Rabe, like let's add her to the rotation. She's the best. So I'm so excited to see more Hick stuff. Yeah. So and Hick's gonna be around because there was a lot yeah. of flashes to Hick, and I think it's gonna be, it'll be really interesting because I think that the the understanding of Eleanor and the way that she propped up women throughout the administration. We've talked about it. I mean, really at nauseum at this point, but it's, <laughs> yeah. it, it has to be talked about because there's just so many women um, who and people of color who just like feel like there's not enough places at the table for them. You yeah. know what I mean? And she was just never she just always wanted there to be more room at the table. Just get a bigger table, basically, right. is what mm-hmm. Eleanor was trying to say. And mm-hmm. so um, that said. I think that there's this misconstrued thing where, oh my gosh, Eleanor loved women. She would have these secret meetings at her house. She had a girlfriend. Yeah. I don't know if that's true. And so I'm excited to see how um, how they sort of um, show this relationship between her and Hick. Yeah. Because in the vein of like showing female friendship or in the vein right. of like showing um, more of like a genderqueer identity in the 1930s. I mean, it's going to be really cool. I'm yeah, really yeah, excited. I'm excited to see how they interpret it. Or yeah. What, what yeah, yeah, angle yeah. they're going with it. But Definitely. Yeah. Always down for more Lily. Uh, so bring it on. I mean, I was, I like, so I yeah, I know we do. <laughs> so happy. So we cut to FDR. She's um, visiting with FDR. <laughs> this is my favorite part. I just love everything with Eleanor. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> She's out of control. She, um, 
she says she she this is not a proper job. She doesn't like first lady. She's still wondering what her job is in the White House. Straight up asking Franklin, well, what's my role? She says, I'm your wife, not your girlfriend. Yeah. (laughs) She's insane. He he says to her um, at some point in that conversation, like, oh, you can't have two roles. And he is saying, well, you're already Flotus. Right. So you can't have another one. Right. And she's like, fuck this. Like, yeah. I don't want to be first lady. I mean, I'm first lady, but that's not a job. Like, yes. Give yes. me a friggin' job. And yeah. I just love that she's straight up asking him. Um, yeah. Right. And it's interesting because I think that, like, I'm curious, like, you know, there perhaps this the show will get into this but it almost feels like there was like a before and after Eleanor and we kind of know that that's not true like we know there were people like like a Harriet Lane or even like a Francis Cleveland who were getting out there and were doing these things for the cause but it almost feels like you know like she wants a job Eleanor right so she actually takes the first lady position and turns it into a job I mean she's essentially like human rights advocate of the century (laughs) But then you have these women that follow her who have jobs, yeah. right? And then think that it's that it like pulls them away from those because there's almost like so much that Eleanor sort of puts into place that like there's not enough time to do what they want to do. Like right. Michelle probably just wanted to be a lawyer right. and work in Chicago and she didn't have time because yeah. of all of this crazy stuff that Eleanor like puts into place. You right, know what I mean? Yeah, so it's yeah. interesting to track it like that too. It's like almost like there's like before and after Eleanor Roosevelt of like how this job is interpreted throughout yeah. the years. Um, not that everyone doesn't do it differently, but but anyway, yeah, she wants a job and he's like, no, yeah, and it's rude. Um, and then obviously she goes back to her. This this woman's out of control. She goes back to her room. She takes out a book. She circles a quote. <laughs> Turns out she wrote the most famous line FDR ever said. Classic. I mean, we didn't even say this in our Eleanor episode. I didn't know she. I'm gonna send say this is back. She wrote that. Of him. course she did. It's amazing. What's the quote though, Elise? The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. But Hashtag it Eleanor Roosevelt. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> quote like, quotation said by Eleanor. Yeah. Get that tattooed and then ER. The ER. <laughs> um, yeah. Famous line that FDR says at his inauguration, and her and Sarah sit in there, and Sarah's like. You know, fawning over Franklin. Sarah's got a chill. Sarah, I act. know. She's a lot. She's a lot. She's, she's a lot. Like, we knew that she was going to be a lot, though. I'm not surprised. Yeah. The act are, like, amazing. But she's fawning over Franklin. And Eleanor's just sitting there, like, coyly clapping away. And she's like, bitch, I wrote this. Like, I'm going to knock you all out. I know. That's <laughs> enough. That's enough. So they go back. So inauguration, or, um, yeah, inauguration has happened. Yeah. They're back at the home. They are lying on the couch, sitting together. Scene. I know. This was a sweet scene. Very much like um, Eleanor says to Franklin, like, we do make such a great partner and yeah. partnership. And Franklin agrees. And then they talk about how they danced all night. And um, and then, yeah, but then it gets kind of weird because she's like, let's go to bed. And he's like, I think I'll have some whiskey. And yeah, I'm like, he's like going to get wasted. Who I knew he was such an alcoholic? I just had no idea. I, I know. But, um, yeah, I really like their portrayal because I know we see Michelle and Barack really affectionate to each other. Mm-hmm. And, like, to them, me, they're always, like, a couple that's, like, truly in love and they love each other and all this stuff. And then you see Betty and, and um, what's his name? Gerald. Gerald uh, when we get later on to their... I know, I guess it's their state dinner or something. They're, like, kind of flirting when they're dancing together. And, like, Eleanor and Franklin do not have that relationship at all, but it's, like, a different kind of love. Just the respect they have for each other. And not that the other two couples don't respect each other. No, of course. But this is just, like, 
it's not even just like a professional relationship between mm-hmm. them two. There's just like a level of respect that I'm really glad we're seeing. Yeah. That they're like both clearly comfortable with. I mean, at least the way it's portrayed. And yeah, I know. I just, there's I just something, really thought this was a great, like they're it's, friends. Yeah, there's the something, I was going to really say, there's something, through. yes, there's something really aged about it. Like it seems like yeah. it's, it's so comfortable. Yeah. And it's so, um, supportive and loving in yeah. all the ways that it can be. Um, I was going to make a weird, like, marry your cousin joke, but I, I, I'm going to skip Claire, it. Claire, we all know your stance on marrying cousins, Claire. Okay. I'm just saying, like, you know, maybe that's why I feel so comfortable, because it, like, is his cousin. <laughs> you know the feel when you're, like, hanging out with your best friend, a.k.a. your cousin? That's what they have. Okay, like, we get it. <laughs> you know, when you, like, go to a family reunion, you're just like, oh, my God, this feels so right. <laughs> We've known each other our whole lives. <laughs> Anyway, oh, you're right. Yeah. It was a really, it was a really sweet scene. Yeah, it I was. Really, it really I was. It. I was like, oh, I really like that. I know it was and really then nice. He decides to get wasted, so like whatever. She goes, yeah, get your girl. You go, to go to your room. Go to your room. <laughs> go to your room. Kick down that wall. Make that your office. Live your life. Yeah, she actually like, turns it into an office. I know. I love it. Okay, cut to. Wait, two. Here we are. <laughs> 2008. Okay, I love that. I love time traveling. I know. We're at the Hey Adams Hotel, another hotel in D.C. So fun. Oh tour of God. D.C. We've got to get Should there. Should we do a hotel tour of D.C.? <laughs> and just like hit up where all the first ladies came? Please, our, my goal for us this year is to just stay in one place for more than <laughs> eight to ten hours. That's just my goal for us as a group, like as an organization. Truly, I think our <laughs> souls and your car would love that. <laughs> oh my god it needs an oil change so bad okay <laughs> i don't talk about it okay so we're at the hey adams hotel yeah. barack obama is president elect yes um i remember the night i remember where i was on this night who doesn't oh the so boys. special the <laughs> the girls are so little babies yeah yeah and M- michelle in this scene is putting them to bed yeah and then she comes in and it's like, it's interesting the way that they're having Barack and FDR, or excuse me, oh God, it's awful. The Obamas <laughs> and FD and the Roosevelts mirror each other so yeah. much this episode. And then of course, like having the Fords be the outliers in a lot of ways, which I think is like an interesting, I'm not sure if they're going to continue down that road. Like yeah. if Betty Ford's going to always kind of feel like the outlier or not, yeah. but Right now in this episode, the um, Roosevelts and the Obamas very much mimic each other. And so it's the night after inauguration, or excuse me, the night of inauguration. And Michelle comes over to Barack. And in death, like what Elise was describing, definitely a little bit more of a uh, affectionate, touchy-feely way. They're yeah, sort of like, like cuddling on the couch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, could you see Eleanor laying her head on Franklin's lap? No, not like, at all. Yeah, she, 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 he wouldn't say go off. She'd be like, I don't want to do that. Yeah, she'd be like, this is horrible. You need to rewrite your speech because you're an idiot. Yeah, get up. <laughs> What's my job? <laughs> Never mind, I was going to make a horrible joke. Yeah. Um, so, so she's just like laying on him and, um, and she says, um, she, she says, I don't, um, I don't want to become, like, I, I, who am I going to become basically living in that big house? Like, I don't want to become this, like, sort yeah. of person in your shadows, basically. Yeah. She voices concern she's going to miss the girls growing up. I think that is right, right, clear right. in this episode, um, which you'll see later on when she talks to her mother again. Um, yeah, so you're just, you're, you're really seeing Michelle's fears of, like, what mm-hmm. this situation is going to do to the family and to her specifically too yeah but all in all they like joke about it and they're laughing and like you know michelle is like it really is like 
you know, I think that, like I said before, I think we're really seeing, like with Eleanor, it's like what you see is what you get. I think with Betty Ford, very much like what you see is what you get. Yeah. With Michelle, it's very, it's feeling very much, and this is likely because she was a black woman and had <laughs> yeah. so much um, horrible vitriol being thrown her way. But she is, it, it, she kind of feels like a different person behind closed doors to yeah. me a little bit. And so her and Barack are joking about how she's always going to be this like South Side girl from Chicago with an attitude. And yeah. it's like funny and She like cute. tells him to pick up his clothes or something. Yeah, 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 exactly. She's like, I'm exactly. Like, me elect. Like, right. Your, <laughs> yeah. Your shorts that are sitting there. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, okay, so then it's the next day. We're still in 2008. Love this. Yeah. She gets up and she goes to her first meeting. Yes. Um, go so ahead. she's in like her staff meeting because at this point, first ladies will have their own staff. Ron Emanuel, famous uh, chief of staff of Barack Obama, right. turned no one likes him anymore. Um, <laughs> he's got a troubled figure. But um, <laughs> he. He is setting up Obama, Michelle's staff. Okay. He puts in, I forget the woman's name, I should have wrote it down, someone who he wants to be her chief of staff. Okay. And she's like, okay. And this woman right off the bat is giving her all the things. Gwen. That, Gwen, that's who it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Played by Joe Firestone, an unbelievable comedian. Oh, okay, she put out a special is. on Peacock. Oh, okay. She Look teaches, she's amazing. She, I love her so much. She teaches, um, uh, a comedy class okay. to senior citizens and they made a documentary about it. Oh, it's fun. really, if you want like an hour and 15 minutes of actual just pure joy, yeah. go watch her comedy okay. special. what's her name? Joe Firestone. Joe Firestone. Yeah, okay. she plays Gwen in she this. Gwen, yeah. yeah. So Gwen is what Rom is trying to make, the, who he wants to be the chief of staff for Michelle yeah. and Michelle's like, absolutely not. No. But right off the bat, she's given her tasks that Rom wants her to do, mainly this White House Garden initiative. And Michelle's like, this is dumb. I Absolutely. don't want this. Right. But what gets handed to Michelle that really sparked my heart? Well, first of all, okay, for we do have to talk about her reaction to the garden. Because oh, yeah, in my yeah. head, the garden was like Michelle's project through and through. This was her yeah. way of getting kids to eat vegetables. <laughs> my friends, she freaking hates the garden she hates it like hates it so much she's like this is so stupid I don't want to do this yeah this is dumb this is a waste of time I want people to have free health care I don't I don't understand how this is related um so anyway I just want to put that vibe out there because it's a vibe that Michelle is bringing to the White House Garden energy because to me I'm like okay White House Garden honestly my dream like that's oh, what I would do as Flotus yeah. Michelle no she's like she way she's because she's smarter and wiser than me for sure um but she receives a letter from 90 year old Betty Ford warms my heart unbelievable so much yeah and it just talks about how like you know the circumstances of this job are never easy um Betty reflects on how the circumstances of her walking into the job were incredibly disruptive and difficult. Um, yeah. But that, you know, you'll make it your own and it'll be great yeah. no matter what. So touching. Love that. Yeah. Um, so then we cut to Michelle getting fitted for her inauguration gown and she's yeah. like having a little getting ready for a photo shoot. Um, oh, right, because they offer her or there's some like Vogue cover she is being asked to do yeah she's like a little annoyed by yeah 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 and this is like again this is like the sort of like the underlying celebrity of it all which many of the first ladies didn't have to deal with but this like is that yeah um and so i think that that's kind of exciting but also like yeah she's definitely not not thrilled thrilled by the celebrity of it all um so she wants to set up a meeting to discuss future projects um and then 
What does my notes say? I don't even know. Valerie uh, comes in. Valerie Barrett comes in. So she is this woman who oh, is that right now? with okay, good. Michelle and Barack. That's right. That's right. When he was an organizer back in Chicago. So great friend of the family. Um, he brings Valerie in to be, I think she was an advisor his first term. Of yeah. Some sort. So now she's sort of the liaison between the East and the West Wing. Um, and she's telling Michelle, all right, Rom, I know, is like, you know, they're all eye rolling to Rom, but maybe let's consider this garden situation. We can't throw you in. We can't shake the, the boat too much, you know? Right, 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 right. So she's trying to talk Michelle off, like, the ledge. Not the ledge, but, like, to chill her out a little bit. Um, so, yeah, I'm just excited we get to see Valerie because they have, like, secret so, relationship that yeah. comes in. So, uh, yeah, she's trying to get Michelle to, like, be a little more accepting to the the garden and Rom. Mm-hmm. Michelle still hates Rom, so she's like, yep. I'm not having any of this. I will talk to him, like set up that meeting. That's right. Yeah. She said, okay, yeah, that's right. That's she right, wants to talk right. to Rom directly, and yes. Ren is like, no, no, I'm like your chief of staff. She's like, no, get me a meeting with Rom. Like, yeah. He can tell me to his face. My face, he wants me to do the garden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> and she does. Yes. And that's... Great scene. Yeah, yeah. it's such a good scene. Plans it over she leaves. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She says, I'm not going to... She's like, I'm going to hire my own staff. You're not going to do any of this for me. I'm yeah. going to do what I want. And he says, first, uh, Miss First Lady or something like that. He, like, addresses her and then, like, walks out the door. And that's yeah. the end of that. The guy who plays Rom, I don't know who he is, but, like, he's doing the best Rom's an asshole vibe. I'm like, I know. whoever he is, he's doing a great job. I know. It's 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 kind of cool to see like how like um you know it's all just like so curated you know what I mean yeah. like as much as you'd love to think it's like this big family all working together yeah. it's like no that's not what's happening at all it's it's government all right cut to nineteen seventy four. Okay. Alexandria Virginia our girl's really shining now our girl is she is packing up. She's packing yeah. up the house. Yeah, that you. great house that we talked about in the first ep. She's packing it up because she not only she's not VP. Or her husband's not VP. Yeah. Husband's pros. Really sh- she's talking about shaking the boat. No, literally. Um, she gets a phone call and it's her social sec- secretary or the sec- social secretary for um, Nixon, for mm-hmm. Pat Nixon, calls her and says, um, I want to talk to you about a state dinner. Um, someone from Jordan is coming. Yes. The king and queen of Jordan are coming. Mm-hmm. Um and it was supposed to be happening with the Knicks. <laughs> and it was, like, not really well planned. Or no. Or, like, fully planned because Watergate was Because other, other stuff goes on. <laughs> yeah, a resignation was happening. No, seriously. So, um, she's like, I... I I don't for the social secretary is just like she's a lot like she's like asking her lots of questions. Yeah. She's like, I really don't know what I'm gonna do. Yeah. Just give me a second. Yes. She says, I'll do the best I can. I'll just do the best I can. Which... Love that vibe, Betty Ford. No, like, truly. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. all we can do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, um, she goes in. Oh, so then, then we cut to a scene with the social secretary and these people. Because the social secretary is a little like, oh, wow, she's really just going to do what she wants to do. Okay. Yeah. Almost like not expecting that because Pat Nixon was not like that at all. And then we cut to a scene with the social secretary and a few people from the Ford camp. Yeah. And they're basically like, you need to cancel the dinner in Jordan. Yeah, they tried to bully her to cancel this. The social dinner. secretary. Yeah. Not and she's like, Have you met Mrs. Ford? Like, have you met this woman? Because yeah. she is not just gonna have things like canceled on her. That's just like not who this woman is. Yeah. And they're like, No, we need her to make less noise. Like we know exactly who she is and we need her to make less noise, whatever you have to do. And she's yeah. like, Oh, okay, this is actually terrifying because 
um, I think she was, like, pretty scared of her. Yeah. Which, obviously, I would be, too. Betty Ford was, like, a force to be reckoned with. So then we cut to, um, like, the next day, Betty Ford's first day as FLOTUS, which Mm -hmm. truly, like, I... First day of school, though. No, I... And, like, no, literally, like, I remember the first day that I started working at the job that I'm at. And, like, that first day is, like, I had worked... I work in a school and I had worked in so many schools prior to that. Yeah. And I still felt like so underwater. Like, yeah. and it's so funny how like, she's like creeping around. Like she doesn't know which, which, where the bathroom is. She doesn't know which, yeah. which room the meeting's in. Well, she, she comes you know. in right away and her, I think it's the social secretary meets her or maybe it's just says, I don't know, whatever, whatever. Someone meets her at the door and there's all those reporters there taking photos. That's right, that's right, that's right. Flinging questions at her, obviously about Nixon and if Ford is going to pardon Nixon. Yeah. They're telling her, like, I think Rumsfeld might be there too. And he's like, you know, just move on, move on, don't ask. But of course, Betty stops and makes a comment and she just says, my husband will do what he thinks is right. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh God, here she's like talking to the press, we're telling her not to. <laughs> so right off the bat, you see that Betty's like, gonna go her own way. Totally. She's gonna make a comment if she needs to. Yeah. Um, and once again, shows her empathy. Yeah. She goes into her office. She, it's bare because, of course, Pat Nixon just moved out. Yeah. Um, but I just love, like, the idea. Like, and then she has to go to a meeting, but she's, like, five minutes late because she can't find it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I just like it was so cute. Like, it was just, like, yeah, culturally, you know, like, how do these things work? Like, you know, like, where is everything? Um, she gets to the meeting and her staff is talking about how they're going to cancel this dinner with uh, the king and queen of Jordan. Yeah. And she's like, okay, like, I guess, whatever. Like, it's your first day on the job. Like, what are you yeah. supposed to do? Like, you, that's just, like, okay, fine. Um, and... Then she leaves the meeting. Yeah. And she wanders around the White House. She's looking mm-hmm. for her husband. Yeah. Like, they won't tell her where her husband is. Yeah. Because- oh, at one point she says, like, oh, can I go see Gerald? And she just says, oh, he's a very busy day. Like, you can't go see him. And she's like, oh, okay, I'm just going to go look for him. Yeah. <laughs> so she goes to look for him. But she ends up at the gift shop. Love that. Judy Greer, as my hype woman, is all I need in life. It's, it was so good. It was so good. Great so role. she ends up in the gift shop and she's like, she knows the woman working yes. at the gift shop, you know, from, for some reason, like PTA meeting yeah. or something, like some weird thing. Um, and the woman's like, you can't cancel the state dinner. Yes. Like, come on. And this she ta- she mentions, right, she mentions all these other first ladies, Jackie Kennedy, Pat Nixon, kind of just people that have had state dinners or like kind of what she says, broken bread yeah. with um, political figures from other countries. And it always happens at state dinners. And this mm-hmm. is like where first ladies get to shine. You can't cancel the state dinner. And um, she's like, okay yeah like so then she's like you're right i'm gonna go do this i love it so then she goes back to her social security and she's like we're not canceling this yeah i made a plan and she has like a menu i don't know what she hands her but she hands her something with like i assume a menu yes 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 so here we go baby state dinner is happening we like that well the plan the food is a, a barbecue state dinner hot dog diplomacy comes back coming back we love it we love it all right so we cut to 2009 yes eight days till inauguration um michelle is um uh, i can't read my notes at all i don't even oh, know so this is the scene we just explained with um valerie burn we could we jump ahead that's right that's, yeah. right that's right that's so right she's right. getting the fit in um valerie burton sorry valerie barrett comes in <laughs> and says not burton <laughs> right 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 right, right, right. says like i'm the liaison let's try this whole thing with rom um 
that ends. And then this is when Michelle asks her friend to be, to be the chief of staff. That's right. That's yeah. right. She who's asked, the name, who's that, that woman's name? I forget. I forget. Yeah. Right. She who's asked that woman to be chief of staff. And then she asked her mom to live in the White House. Yes. That is so Michelle, and I love this, very Eleanor. She's surrounding herself with really powerful, great women, yeah. asking them to be close to her, asking for help. We love a girl who can ask yes. for help. And she's but, making things work with people she trusts. She's like, okay, mom, I need you here. The mm-hmm. girls need you. Come. She asked her friend, hey, you tell your husband to move to D.C. and be my chief of staff. Because yes. Because I, well, you are going to be my chief of staff. Yeah, your husband like, just has to move yeah. here. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, and we love it. It's, it's you know, it's really, it's, it, it's just good. It's just good vibes. Um, she makes fun of the White House a little bit. And she, you know, starts to befriend some of the people who work there. And it's like, okay, Michelle, she's going to be okay. She's going to yeah. be okay. Um Right after inauguration, they're sitting down and Michelle has gives Barack a plate of vegetables and says they're oh, from yeah, the White yeah, House yeah. garden. Um, he makes fun of it. She makes fun of it. Again, they hate the garden. Yeah. Um, can't I can't <laughs> emphasize that enough. enough. And Barack wishes that there was meat on the plate. Yeah, he's um, annoyed. <laughs> she's annoyed. They're annoyed. <laughs> and that's the end sort of of that of that scene and then it yeah. cuts very quickly to 1974 the state dinner is happening betty's in feathers betty she looks, looks like she's incredible a robe, but she looks amazing i know she she's looks in amazing. this feathered dress and she just looks excellent i so know i just want to make sure everyone knew that no it's a very quick scene where betty is having the time of her life at the state dinner everyone looks great everything looks great yeah. gerald ford is so happy She's that like the state dinner the happened king of jordan like, i know wouldn't be charmed by betty ford but a classic yeah i know and then they gerald ford and betty start dancing it's a really sweet moment they're very jordan, sweet to yeah. each other um and that's the end of episode two yeah so so our girls are in the white house Yes. They're all in the White House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I you know I love a theme. The theme that I felt this episode Yeah, yeah, was let about, me know, let me know. The women are trying to make it work for them in the mm-hmm. best ways they can. So yeah. Eleanor is like, okay, you won't give me a role. I'm just going to write your speech. <laughs> or right. make comments and make sure, like, feed it, think it's your idea, but we're going to make it work my right. way. Michelle is making it work, gets her friend as the chief of staff, kicks Rom out and, like, leave me alone, gets her mom in the White House to help. Yeah. Betty's like, I'm going to do this my way. We're going to make this state dinner work because we can't have this. No state dinner. Right. Um, yeah, so the gr- ladies are just like doing it. I love it. it. I love so the Girl theme. Power. No, Girl power. No, literally. It's, yeah, it's good. I'm glad we're in the White House. I'm glad we're seeing how they're different. I'm glad we're seeing how they're sort of the same. Yeah. How things have changed, but not really. The inappropriate questions from the paparazzi. <laughs> yeah. Um The way. No, if anything, <laughs> I know. The way these women just really want to be able to be themselves, but the American public um, will not ever, ever let, let them. <laughs> um, and that has not changed. Um... And I think, like I said, next episode, if you thought there were a lot of flashbacks here and there, just get ready. Because I'm you pretty get sure. Your pen ready to write down these dates. I know, it's going to be so crazy. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure next episode, we're going to find out how they all met their significant others. Yeah. Which, I mean, we know Barack and Michelle, because we just exist in the world. Uh, we've discussed Eleanor and Franklin. Finland reunion. But we don't know about. No. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Cousins get together. Sorry, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm just kidding. But I don't know how Betty and Gerald met. I know we haven't done her. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Story for me. I know. I'm really excited. Um, so I'm excited to see their little love fest. I'm gonna guess like out on the town. If Betty's not wasted on a bargain <laughs> picked up by Gerald Ford, I don't believe it. That's gonna be not true. Like, <laughs> no, I love Betty. I don't really remember. She's no, great. she's. I mean. 
the yeah. So anyway, yeah, it was a good. Yeah, it was a good second episode. Um, you were chugging along. We're, there's ten. I looked it up. Oh God! I know there's so okay, many. We're not chugging along. <laughs> Just gonna take it back. <laughs> it goes like through July. No, June, sorry. Oh my god, time is just going to fly by. It's May. May 1st. Isn't that same? I know, it's crazy. Oh, happy May Day to all the workers out there. Uh, um, yeah, wow. So we're just, yeah, I'm excited to see where this goes. Me too. Again, looking to see more themes come through, How? why these three ladies are the first to go. I know. Um, yeah, really curious. But our girls are in the White House. Finally. We loved it. Yeah, writing speeches. <sighs> Growing gardens. Growing gardens. Having dinners. <laughs> reluctant first lady. Reluctant garden first lady. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, I'm excited to see if they bring up the garden more if there's a twist that, like, Michelle's actually like, I love it. Oh, yeah, maybe she'll love it. Maybe she'll try that first garden strawberry. Change everything. Change That's what happened it. for me. That's what happened for That's me. That's I got into it. That was the addiction I had. <laughs> my garden, my strawberries have doubled. You have to come say. <gasps> wow. It's so special. Oh, my God. Is this... Strawberry season? No, not yet. Okay. But the flowers are coming out. Are these where all these flowers are from? No. Oh, I was like, Claire has like flowers strewn across the apartment. So. <laughs> a few of them are from the garden, but yeah. others of them are from... Just purchase. Just purchase. I've been buying myself flowers. Yeah. Um, bi-weekly, I guess, from Trader Joe's because they have those little mini bouquets. So lovely. You got to have nice plants little... in the house. Yeah, I really like that. You got to have live plants in the house. At least I have five. Yeah, I you have like, plants. I don't have green. I, it's like all they're all green. I know. So it's I nice know. to have like a little a little burst of color. You I know? Gr- I absolutely agree. Um, and then when they die, it just helps with the passage of time. <gasps> oh my God, she is Taylor. She is Tay. What? All right, we love you guys. Stay hydrated. Stay vaccinated. Um, yeah, rate review, subscribe. Uh, we'll believe in science. Believe in weather. We'll see you soon. Bye. <laughs>